What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Smoking Section. I'm your host, KJ, and on today's episode, I'm joined by another of our Autoflower Review team members, here to tell us more about his garden and his grow techniques. Welcome to the show, Alan from Backwoods Cultivation. What's going on, Alan? How's it going? Man? How are you guys doing tonight? Blessings to everybody out there in the grow community. Right on. And I'm very excited to uh, be a part of the order you and this uh, new group of growers and i'm excited to get into this uh podcast and let you guys know a little bit more about myself right on man right on man we're happy to have you aboard glad you could make it in so before we get this thing started part of the smoking section is you get something lit up what do you got to smoke with us tonight uh so we are smoking on the marshmallow og from compound genetics um, which is the uh, the Chem and the it's the Chem uh, Triangle Cushion Jet Food Gelato. So very uh, very gassy. I'm a, I'm a big uh, I'm a big Kush sour guy. I like uh, the OG, so that's what I was kind of looking for in this this first run of what I was going to keep for the uh, the garden since I haven't really been um, cultivating for about the last five years. That's awesome, man. William. You know they have the reputation, so I'm sure Definitely. everything that they they breeds fire. I've got a, a joint rolled up here, a pre roll pre roll packed. Uh, okay, this is the Forbidden Runts. Actually, this is this Forbidden Runts from 420 Fast Buds. I actually just grew this in one of my uh, last rounds that I grew. Nice. And, uh, nice. Yeah, you can actually. There's pictures of it all over Discord. So if you wanted to check it out, there's, uh, there's pictures of it on there. Oh, definitely. Now, what's the uh, what's the lineage on the uh, Forbidden Runts? Oh, I'm gonna have to look at that. That's uh, let's let's see if I can get that looked up. I was I looking think... at at the uh, list of stuff that we've got you growing uh, for the team, and we actually have uh, field melons from Crockett Crockett Seeds, I believe Crockett Family Farms. I think uh, so. Me and you both actually have that one on our list. Yeah, I'm, I uh, I'm a big fan of Crockett. I've always uh. I've always been a fan of that 24 karat gold um, that he did a while back. The um, what is it? The citrus sap and the uh, gorilla glue was mm-hmm. some ap- absolute, absolute fire, absolutely fire. So I'm definitely, definitely excited to see um, what he's got going on for autoflowers. Because honestly, I haven't really run too many autoflowers, um, you know, in the past. So I'm definitely intrigued you know i was linked to you guys by uh my buddy aaron amf 13 beans um you know in hawaii and i'm just you know kind of happy to have the opportunity to dive into something new after cultivating photo periods for for so long that's really cool man yeah you're gonna you're gonna love that particular strain i've got a couple pictures up i believe uh i'm in a week what i think i'm week two uh flower, okay. week two week three now, are you getting any melon smells off of her? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Right as it flipped over to flower, you could do the stem test on it, and it was it was just nothing but melons. Melons and fuel. Not too much skunk. More more fuel-y. Uh, but definitely had the, the fruity, like, smooth candy melon terps to it. Nice. We're missing that. For sure. Melon, melons definitely... You know, besides some of the old school mango stuff like that, or the mango biche from uh, from Bodhi Seeds, there's not too many 
too much melon out there. So that's definitely going to be something something interesting. Yeah, it looks like yeah. I got some pretty some pretty interesting stuff on this list. Blue cheese from Homegrown Canna, GMO BX1, Cake Pops. Okay. Yeah, and then I got his water dog, Wado dog. Yeah, the Wado dog. I got that from Crockett too. I wonder what's in that. So I'm interested, man. I like I like running new genetics. You know, I, I like trying stuff out. I'm not someone that wants to stick with the, uh, you know, the norm, especially with running the more natural, uh, regenerative farming and you know KNF and and JDAM techniques. This is Liam with Atlas Seed, proud sponsor of the Autoflower Review. For direct access to the best of the best of our genetic library, check out our breeder selection marketplace at www.atlasseed.com. Now to the review. You know, I, I like I like to see what what the plants are doing and really give them time to, you know, I I call it kind of like authentically shining, um, you know, in their natural their natural environment. So I'm definitely I'm interested in seeing how the autos do in a. Uh, in that sort of kind of environment naturally rather than just being fed um you know some type of bottle of nutrients or some salt so it'll be like a fun fun time for me absolutely be sure to keep us updated here in the discord so we can follow along with you oh, i was looking at your your list here man you've got all kinds of good stuff of course the field melons i know that one's going to be good i'm running that one myself um you got uh, let's see you got one from super mutt the grizzly bear i was super just looking at that, that. I'm running the Lobo Verde uh, Green Wolf from Super Mutt, and uh, probably within the next week or so, I'll be taking that one down. Nice, Big, nice, uh, nice chunky, dense tops on her. Yeah, I'm really interested in seeing some of these autos and the sizes that they get with, uh, you know, going from the smaller autos to now kind of like you know they they use the term super autos and stuff like that. So I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty interested to see. How everything well, does, you know, I'm still kind of debating if I'm going to run them in, in threes or fives. Um, but, you know, of, you uh, you've got a few from Easy Days Cultivators. Now, that's one of the, the most recent flowers I just took down myself was their hazel tea. This ooh, thing good. now I, I, I do LST to all of mine. I run three gallon pots and I do LST to every single one of them. I usually net anywhere from 150 to over 300 grams. It kind of depended on everything, genetics and all. For sure. This, uh, this hazel tea, I haven't weighed it yet, but before I cut it down, it was right at 44 inches tall with LST. Now, how many days from seed pop? Oh, I think it was 80-something, maybe. Let me take a look. Let's uh, scroll down here to my to my channel. In the Discord here, we can scroll up and find that. 77. 77 days. 44 that's inches. Not, not bad. That's, not, that's definitely not bad at all. Can't be Absolutely mad at Absolutely dense buds. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice trichome coverage. Had good spacing to it. No, that's what I'm. That's what I'm interested in to uh, to see, especially. Um, you know, I do like to smoke a lot of new stuff and and keep the jars pretty. Um, you know, various in the flavors and whatnot. So I think me as a as a connoisseur, it'll be nice to kind of be able to throw, you know, a plant here, a plant there, and and have something new to try and really kind of give it a nice a nice review. You know, I'm not. 
not one to to just say oh this is good because it's fire you know there's so much out there now in the community and you know a lot of it as we know is hype and what brands have the clout and who and you know what's what's the next beaster that's going to come out and you know it's 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 kind of sad you know that people aren't you know just really going for the fire and you know i was talking to a buddy the other night about doing some work with some sour diesel pollen uh from pifco's farms pifco sour diesel and you know i have the marshmallow the lilac diesel the donnie burger and the double trouble and i'm going to pollinate those four and i might just offer the seeds in an open pollination and let people really just pick out the outliers that they really think of the keep yeah. oh this is this and it's going to be fire so i got to keep one out of this and you know obsolete used to do that back in the day with his stuff and he wouldn't really give out the lineages of what he was working with and you know it just it made it so that you you just had to pick the fire you know it wasn't anything behind it you know i just want to i want that that quality curt profile that really tickles the senses and kind of sends you into that um euphoria that you know we all look for with with medicating with cannabis for sure that's what we're going for for the review man is to go through all these strains and and you know find the truly good stuff let everyone uh, pick for themselves based on, you know, our findings. No, definitely. And, you know, as a, uh, as a person that's, you know, turning backward cultivation into um, a nonprofit for the patients, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the autoflowers do with, um, you know, profiles as far as healing and relief for, you know, people that are actually going through ailments that need, you know, maybe a quicker flower time or, you know, they can't kind of, have a setup for, you know, photo periods and, and whatnot. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun time and I'm, I like to do experiments. So I'm pretty excited. Oh, for sure. You're going to love autos, man. They've came so far. Oh. I mean, I'm a medical patient myself. I specifically use it for medicinal purposes and I like to experiment all over the place. Um, yes, I've actually got a CBG auto that I'm growing out in my greenhouse this year. We're going to give that a shot. Oh, nice. Uh, I love CBG. Uh, CBG is is something that gives me a lot of relief um, with Definitely. issues with infl- inflammation mostly. Uh, <laughs> fights off gout really, really, really yeah. well. So that's something I'm really into. Um, yeah, I've been working for... with old C- Seattle Chronic Seeds. Um, he's been oh, working really? with a lot of uh, photo periods with CBG, like his jokers and smiles and such. Yeah, I think he was. Um, he's put up a post too about he was doing some research. I think with like THCV. And, uh, yeah, the onsets of that and how he believes that it helps bring on, um, you know, the, the, the effects of, of the, um, you know, the high per se when you're, you're medicating, but no, I like CBG for, um, my restless legs. And I was actually just working at a CBD shop for a while. Um, unfortunately it closed down to the ridiculous rent raises out in the city, but we had a lot of patients that used a local CBG product that was grown out in Massachusetts. That was absolutely um, amazing. And, you know, this, t- it was a tincture and you felt the, re- the relief from it. You know, you really, you really did. And I'm hopefully going to be working with the farm that grows that to bring in some males that I have this year to make some new, um, CBG and CBN varietals. 
Um, so that's pretty. That'll be pretty exciting for uh, for the future of the uh, the plant and stuff like that. That's really cool, man. Well, we have uh, Seedsman on board as one of the the sponsors of the Auto Flower Review, and uh, they are actually who I got this CBG Auto from. So if you're interested in that, you know, definitely check them out. No, I definitely, I definitely will. I'm gonna be for sure looking through. I have some CBN seeds, and I think they actually might be autos. Um, they were freebies from Seeds here now, but um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be working, trying to work some more. You know higher cannabinoids of different different cannabinoids for for the patients um you know that's that's definitely our goal is to as to is to find relief for uh for for the people yeah yeah i don't, I don't know if you've listened to too many of the shows but uh when i had thor on we mean that him were we were talking and, and he said you know it's, it's the thing about about these these auto flower growers man when you run into an auto guy they're different than photo guys because they always have something different. Yeah. Every time you see them, it's always something different. So I think when you, you, you get in with these autos, man, you'll really, you'll really like them. No, you know, I think your I'm, patients will too. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and me, me, myself, you know, I do smoke a decent amount of flour to, um, you know, med- medicate throughout the day and whatnot. So it'll be fun to have some, uh, nice, my girlfriend's looking at me. <laughs> Uh, some nice stuff in the jar for the head to try out, and I'm gonna be running some stuff outside this year too. So I'm thinking I'm gonna put maybe maybe half that list outside and and half of it inside. Right on. You know, uh, do, you, and, do you do any processing of your uh, your material? You do you do flower rosin or anything? No, um, but my I haven't in a while. Um, my buddy um, Sugar Shack Extracts, um, Ethan, actually just gave me an old washing machine of his. So I will be doing runs coming up. So maybe I'll do some whole plant runs of some of the autos just to, uh, you know, see what see what's going on and try to get back into the the hash game. Yeah, we've we've got a couple of team members that actually do that. They run autos and just uh, press the whole thing. Seven one six does. He 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 runs a lot of um, uh, night owl gear. He runs a lot of yeah. that. And he'll just he'll grow it, the whole thing out, grow a big giant plant, and he'll press the whole. The whole thing in one go. Me, I press as I go. I, yeah. I usually have so many jars. I'll just, you know, if I want some flower rosin, I'll grab an eighth. I'll press it real quick and have something fresh. Or, you know, sometimes I'll even let it cure for a few days. No, yeah, that's with the the hash. That's definitely the key is giving it a little time to to get itself all mended together and 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 curing a little bit. Get all get all terpy. For sure. Well, the thing is, is that I'm using already cured flour too. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I got you. Now, do you wash any ice ash yourself? Not yet, man. I'm I'm going to get into that. I've done it before. We've done it on commercial scale, but okay. not not at home with one of the little washing machines. Or... I actually was looking at dry ice here recently. I thought that would be something cool, do some dry ice hash. Yeah. I no, maybe even ice. press it after that. Yeah, my, uh, yeah, that's, um... I have a friend out here that does, uh, he doesn't do dry, I, he does, I think he does dry ice sometimes, but he does just dry sift, and he turns it into, uh, the temple balls, and that's one, uh, that's one thing I, I definitely wanted to turn some of my stuff into, was do some temple balls in that traditional, um, you know, old world hash, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to keep everything more, um, traditional with, uh, our, our 
goals in the end. You know, I want to run a lot of uh, things to make tinctures out of. I want to run a lot of herbs to put in the tinctures. So, you know, we're we're looking, we're really trying to change the narrative of things a little bit. You know, so autoflowers might be something in the end that really help us, um, you know, with taking care of patients in a, in a scale that we need to with, with what we're looking to do. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely... You know, I'm definitely excited. You know, it's gonna it's gonna suck to maybe find something fire and not be able to keep it, but you know, maybe maybe we'll we'll figure out and do some breeding with the autos. Well, I'm gonna I'll give you some some advice here. So, Shoot. you uh, you guys do edibles? So you make edibles? Oh yeah. I'll give you the easiest way to do all natural organic edibles, right? So, apart from your your growing organically, you know, of course. You've got uh, you've got patients, I'm sure, that want it all organic. So grow it out that way. Press you some good flower rosin with a, a good rosin press. And uh, so, like what I do is I'll press it, and I have a little decarbolate, decarb, a little decarb capsule. Okay. <laughs> and I'll put I'll put like uh, you know, generally I'll press uh, four grams maybe, and I'll usually pull out about a gram of flower rosin from that. And I'll put it in this little decarb capsule, which is a silicone, uh, like little dab holder. And it goes inside of this uh, aluminum capsule. And I put that inside the flower uh, rosin press. <clears throat> and I'll set it to my decarb uh, settings, and I'll actually decarb it inside that little capsule. And what comes out is this decarbed, like almost the cleanest you can get of, of fresh flower rosin and that can immediately be added into any kind of uh fat right so yep. like a butter or what have you and directly into some cookies so if you grow an auto let's just say uh like i was talking let's just say for instance that hazel tea that's done in 77 days that's from the day i put it in the soil to the day yep. i harvested it 77 days dry it for a week and then you can immediately extract that, turn it into rosin, decarb it, put it in your edibles. You're looking at 90 days tops to have medicine. Yeah, that's not that's not bad at all. You know, I, most of my stuff 60 days, and I'm I'm vegging for probably like a month, month and a half maybe. Um, you know, from clone. So you know, I'm trying. I, I I've been kind of playing with plant size though. This this run is going to be um in three gallons and then i'm setting up a either a four by four bed or three by three um beds i'm not too sure yet i'm trying to figure that out now um but that that'll be the the transition back into full um no-till now right now i'm just utilizing um inputs from like bokashi earthworks and some organics alive stuff and then some ferments that i've made and from friends and stuff like that so you know, I'm thinking of maybe doing a three by three just for the autos and, you know, seeing how they how they do on that and then go, turning all that obviously into into some hash or rosin. So, you know, I'm excited to see the, the turp profiles and the resin because you know, I've only seen pictures. What's up? This is Gordy with Cutting Edge Solutions here to tell you about our premium fertilizer products. We make everything dye-free, hormone-free, PGR-free, and sodium chloride-free. Check out our cannabis-specific fertilizers and additives for your next grow. www.cuttingedgesolutions.com and you can find us on Instagram at 
cutting edge solutions. Right on, man. What do you what do you do LST to most of your indoor plants? No, honestly, man, I let them do the do their thing. I'll uh, I'm super old school with it. I'll I'll tie them to the to the ceiling with some rope if they start hanging over, you know. But for the most part, I'm just letting the plants kind of do their natural their natural selection, and I might clip them a little bit to to even them out for the most part, but. Well, LST is your absolute best friend when it comes okay. to autos. If if you just let them rock and roll, they're going to grow in their atypical formation. So you're you're not going to have as high a yield as you could. Okay. Get. So basically, I would say once you get to like the third or fourth uh, set of true leaves, literally bend them all the way over. Okay. Uh, start exposing those lower nodes to lights. Um, I use a, a grow bag that has like little holes cut in the side and I'll put some, some uh, gardening wire in there. Okay. Right. And I'll just like literally bend her all the way over, bend her in half, you know, carefully, obviously, but I'll just bend her in half, expose those lower nodes to some light, and then you'll have multiple tops. That's the easiest way to do LST training. Uh, you know, and as you check on them, your little side branches is that they, they'll all start growing as tops. So you'll have to obviously train those back down a little bit, you know, kind of keep everything as even as possible yep. as it comes yep. up. And now if you do the training this way, you don't have to tie those buds up. They'll, they'll actually grow enough resiliency to hold themselves and you'll have several tops. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I have, I think, uh, I have some lst i think they're little bendy things uh some some grower at an event in uh brooklyn um gave me them he actually made them on his 3d printer so maybe i'll uh oh yeah yeah, maybe i'll try those with the uh with the autos he gave me a big bag of them so um maybe i'll yeah i use those too i've got some of those just like that yeah yeah, i used Great, I used to do a lot of like training when I first when I first started growing and stuff. You know, I, I used to look at a lot of like rhododendrons and be like, oh, I can make that. I can make a bush out of weed with that. <laughs> so yeah, you're you're talking on like if we're talking low end yields on your auto flowers, you're talking the difference between like sixty grams and a hundred and sixty. Yeah, grams. I can imagine. So yeah, you really have to get into your your training. That's the best way to when, to grow auto flowers is to get into the low stress. No, no, I'm definitely interested to see some of them outside then. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, what I do outside is mostly uh, fimming or topping. That's that's how I do a lot of my autos outside. Oh, they- just because there's not a, a straight down, you know, high intensity LED over the yeah, top yeah. of them, and they grow fans uh, so large outside. Okay that that's usually what i do i film and top on my outdoor stuff in my greenhouse okay yeah. and they react pretty well to that oh yeah awesome. absolutely absolutely the the biggest thing with autos is like that tap root like uh, me and mike have talked about this before it's like whenever uh that seed pops yeah. right you you get the green uh on on the top of the dirt is growing at a pretty fast rate and then you got your tap roots doing the exact same thing and with the auto flower when it hits the bottom and it realizes that that's as far as it can go that's whenever it, it almost like triggers that uh stretch phase that you you would normally see in the flower phase of photo periods okay. that that stretch that's when it's going to hit that is whenever it, it reaches the bottom and it starts to fill out more roots throughout the pot okay I, that makes sense Right. Yeah, that's definitely a, that's a that's a that's a good good theory for sure. 
Yeah. There's a bit of a, there, there's going to be a slight little learning curve, uh, your first couple of autos, but I mean, I've seen your work, man. You're a good grower. You'll, I appreciate you'll have that. it in no time. You'll, uh, you'll definitely like these autos. Once you get, get kind of the gist of it and how they, they run versus photos, I'm pretty sure you'll fall in love with them too. I love them both. I love photos and autos. No, you know, I'm, uh, I'm open to most things. My, my biggest thing, well, more so with like the photo periods and looking for stuff is, you know, I'm not huge on, on feminized seeds and stuff like that, you know, just obviously cause I'm looking for males and, and making some work. Um, and I think a lot, a lot of right. it nowadays isn't the best feminized work per se, unless you're, you're rocking with a breeder that's been doing it for a while. Um, you know, but I, I think, uh, you know, it's like breeding dogs. There's a lot of inbreeding and improper breeding going on where, people kind of just don't know the basis of it because they probably haven't even been growing for that long. And my background comes from aquaculture, um, you know, reef tanks, planted aquariums and breeding central and South American cichlids for fuck 10 years, you know, before I even got into growing cannabis at 22. So, and I never smoked until 21. (laughs) So you know, I, uh, I, you know, luckily skipped that whole Reggie and Booth phase and, you know, got acquainted with growers who were in their 40s and 30s that had been growing for a while who, you know, had all the, the fire stuff. And it just kind of, it was like seeing my first, you know, really beautiful, you know, like the seeing the Dovi cichlid for the first time. And I was just like, holy moly, you know, like that's a crazy looking fish. And same thing when I seen you know, the blue cheese and the sour diesel and the East coast sour diesel and, you know, uh, elemental seeds, fifth element and his, you know, mango tango and stuff like that. Or the, the original seeds that made the super lemon haze cut and stuff and the chocolope. So it's like, you know, oh man, you know, just like all the original blueberry. Like I remember trying all those when they were, you know, not far from seed form still. And, uh, you know, it's just, People aren't focusing on that. And I was talking to my buddy about that today where, you know, a lot of these old dudes, they're trying to, you know, retire per se, you know, and kind of pass off the torch. But they don't think that they can because, you know, the the new guard of growers and people isn't really where it should be, I don't think, you know, and I think a lot of people will will agree on that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, you know, in in ear to the street, the big thing right now is, you know, everybody's chasing after that holy grail of bringing the skunk back. Yeah, the skunk in the haze. <laughs> the skunk in the haze. Yeah, you know, and it's like I I understand. Like I remember, you know, I remember smoking the the haze and the never got to really smoke any any true skunk. I don't think, but I had some mass super skunk, you know, and, and some varietals. I I am lucky to have smoked some actual Romulan um that it was is absolute fire and that's still around um you know from from fucking canada vine out in oklahoma and uh but you know i never never smoked the skunk smoked the haze i've smoked some of the new haze by going to new york and you know some piss coast farms haze and you know sugar shacks got some stuff from from the, the the run of haze out there and you know i don't think anything's really like how it used to be you know and that's why i i was yeah. so surprised and excited about um the double trouble which is the sour dub and the triangle kush from goat and monkey seeds and rest in peace to x 
um you know that that was an absolute fire of a of a plant and you know she's definitely not going anywhere i will probably make some some fem seeds of her just to keep her around because you know she's just absolutely amazing really like it's like smoking dryer sheets like it's like <laughs> sour kush diesel and dryer sheets <laughs> you know Whoa. and pe- even like my buddies who are, are experienced smokers you know smoked it and were like wow like that was heavy heavy smoke so you know and that's that's what i'm looking for you know i want that 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 you smoke it and you feel good you know the marshmallow og it's potent gassy you smell marshmallows and you taste marshmallows um i just found a keeper of some lilac diesel from ethos which is the forbidden fruit i95 sour diesel and chem i think it is and that's an absolute monster so you know yeah i'm i'm actually currently running a uh a pack of Uh, cosmic glue from Subcore. Oh, really? That's a uh, Space Queen uh, crossed with Gorilla Ooh, Glue. How's that looking? So, well, uh, so far the plant is freaking beautiful. Um, I actually had a Leafworks packet laying around, uh, one of their little uh, sample packs. So I took a little sample and mailed it into them, and I'm waiting on that email to let me know if I've got a female or nice. not. And uh, we'll flower her out later this year, and I'll uh, I'll have taken some clones, so we'll see. We'll see how she turns out, and if it's something really good, then we've got a few people wanting to cut yeah, up. Yeah, no, it. for sure. I'm saying that that Space Queen was was some fire, and for for, for breeding, you know, and that she yep. was a nice hash uh, hash washer, and obviously the Gorilla Glue is uh, is phenomenal. So I'm uh, I'm very partial to the glue. I think it's one of the the best um, cultivars to come out for sure in cannabis, and um, Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I'm gonna, I'll keep I'll keep you guys updated on it. I'll, no. I'll shoot some pictures out out for the team to check it out. You know, I, I'm really hoping that it's, it's going to do okay outdoors here. Western Washington is tough on cannabis <laughs> plants, and the last time we were growing Gorilla Glue, I think we you know it was GG4. Um, it was at a commercial operation. We were growing it there, and we had issues. Oh with really? It. You know, and I've I've always heard the Gorilla Glue has some issues and the issues are usually uh herming um from light stress and uh like really easily herming from light stress and uh heavy gutation yeah see so i don't i have a theory on that and i was talking to my girlfriend about it the other day we were at the grow shop and um you know i was talking to the guy about the marshmallow og and you know how kind of close to the light you know she gets a little a little funky and um, usually I don't do that. I, my LED, I, I run a 720 um, grower's choice and um, for my main flowering light. And then I have a, a 480 spider fluence fixture. Um, both are attached to the ceiling. And, you know, I run my plants about three, three and a half feet from the light boat. And, you know, I'm getting great yields, super healthy um, looking plants. I don't run optimal environments. Um, because I'm I'm looking for plants that are hardy and will push through, um, you know, at least minimal stressors. Especially because the five-year goal is to be growing fully outdoors, um, you know, under the sun and in, in, in greenhouses. So you know, I'm looking mm-hmm. for plants that can take fluctuations and swings and 
Um, you know, but I don't believe that the plants like to be so close to the lights as people think they are. Even if they, they can tolerate it, I think it's like a person, you know, or, or an animal. Like, they, it's just, hey, I'm cool down here. You know, I'm getting enough light. And I'm not even running my LEDs at full strength. You know, most of the time it's about 60%. Maybe week three-ish or so, I'll hit them with a full week of like 100% when the sun would be, you know, kind of peaking, um, you know, outdoors. But, you know, right. I'm getting great yields, solid buds. You know, the lilac diesel was like a quarter pound off of a seven-gallon pot, you know, and it wasn't a really a big plant. So, you know, I pulled a pound on my last my last uh, harvest on the 720, um, maybe a little bit more. You know, I probably smoked a little bit without weighing it. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm getting good yield and, and really quality, quality bud production. So, I, you know, I, I follow a lot of more of the natural things from, you know, growing – well, utilizing reef aquariums and, you know, growing corals and stuff like that, I think, too, so. <laughs> sure, man, for sure. Have you ever gave uh, DWC a shot? Um, I've, I've, you know, I've run a few different things, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm loyal to the soil, bro. You know, I've had, um, you know, I have buddies that run Heavy 16 and Athena and, you know, everything under the sun. And to me, you know, the soil is just where it's at, you know. I've always been the natural the natural guy, you know. I ran my I ran Aptis before I, I got into uh actually running organics. And then I said to myself, Why am I doing this? Um, you know, I've always I've always been natural, you know. So thirteen years later, here we still are. <laughs> For you sure. know. And I, sure. I credit a lot of that to the people that I originally met, you know, on Instagram and a lot of, you know, Dragonfly Earth's Medicine, um, you know, Josh and Kelly and their education that they put out in the beginning. And, you know, a lot of the, the buddies that I met out in Colorado who were big on the organic movement um, and even the, the people that I've recently met who um are in my my life now that you know are running some of the bigger lines and stuff like that so it's it's cool to have been in this this movement and you know i don't i don't think i'm going anywhere you know <laughs> it's on. uh right on, one man. of those one of those things we're big on we're big on regenerative farming and and soil health and you know i credit that to why my cannabis is so quality not that i couldn't grow with you know, heavy or these, you know, lines of nutrients that are out there, but, um, you know, it's just, it's just more me. So are, are you in a collective? You said you're growing four medical patients. No. Um, so right now it's just me, my girlfriend, um, uh, buddy Alex that lives locally, uh, a man 423 on, uh, Instagram, um, and a few, of uh, my other buddies across the country, AMFT 13 Beans and Sunny Gardens VT. Um, and, you know, I'm just trying to get it started locally. Take your grow to a new level with new level hydroponics, state-of-the-art hydroponic systems. The Autoflower Review uses new levels deluxe DWC system that features a Venturi pump which allows water changes into a nearby sink. New level systems comes with everything you need to get going hydroponically with your budget in mind. We thank New Level for sponsoring our featured photo tent and allowing us to show you how superior they really are. 
Check out their systems at www.newlevelhydro.com. So our first um, patient that we're going to be helping is a young boy in New York City. Um, his name's King. Yeah, he's seven years old right now, but has been fighting cancer since he was three, utilizing cannabis. And, you know, his family and his dad have been advocates for it since the beginning. And they're still trying to find him quality cannabis to this day, three years later. So we met at an event in New York and synchronicity from the universe kind of brought us together. And really, um, I, I knew I always wanted to just be a caregiver and provide medicine for patients. Um, you know, I'm not that I don't know how to hustle like everybody else can, but you know, I find, you know, my heart is, is in a truly different place than, than most people. And that's why I get the support that I get and have gotten. So, you know, we decided to officially make or go through the process of making backward cultivation a 501c. Um, and we're going to be working with, um, King and his dad, Michael and their family, to provide King medicine through regeneratively farmed cannabis and just any other patients out there that want to or need the assistance, you know, that we can help out. And I have a lot of people that support. So, you know, we're dropping our first event in June in New York City, um, in Brooklyn, and it's going to be a regenerative um, kind of soil conference and a class on how to properly make tinctures from uh, miles from fermented plant extract. And we're going to have a few guys there talking, Leighton Morrison, Brandon Ross, um, Jace from Touched by Cannabis is going to come on uh, via Zoom. Leighton Morrison is going to have a Zoom conference from Mountain Cali. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to bring education and a, and a bigger movement to the, to the community to help people find free medicine, give them free medicine through our events and money that we raise and just trying to um, you know, bring more growers into the ability to provide patients with medicine, you know, that might not be able to. So, um, you know, it's been a long road and it's going to keep on trucking, but, you know, we uh, we have the roadmap and we're just going to keep going with it, man. You know, there's a bigger picture and, and that's what we know, you know. Well, that's really cool, man. That's really so. cool. Well, I want to help any way I can, man. I, I especially have a soft spot for children that need the medicine. And then, you know, that, that's some stuff that kind of uh, hits home. So I'll help any way I can. Unfortunately, I am West Coast. I'm all the way <laughs> West Coast. But luckily, most of our team is actually from the East Coast. And I know every one of those guys would be willing no, to help. No, it's, uh, so. you know, that's what I'm trying to do more so now with, um, you know, just making the the movement to a, a legitimate 501c you know, building the brand more, having this, this first event and going the route of education. You know, we want to do more monthly events, you know, little things like stash and dashes for the community and, you know, bingo in the park and, you know, just more events to bring people together. Like a lot of the, the brands that are about the community are trying to do, um, you know, and, and that's why, you know, we we're following this path. You know, I don't want to, be a used car salesman of cannabis and i feel like that's what a lot of us have to um kind of do now even though we don't think about it but you know we're we're lowballing our product so much because of the industry's fluctuation and it's just not it's not right you know and so if i could give people clean cannabis at no cost and 
just be a cultivator, that's that's my path, and that's what I'm going to accomplish. You know, and that's what backward cultivation is here for—not to, um, you know, make a profit from anything. You know, we just want to uh, help patients and have a nice little property one day for our family to live on and cultivate outdoors and grow food and produce for people that need it and you know have a place where veterans and people who might be handicapped can come and you know assist their time with cultivating the plant and you know just having some therapy and kids can come and learn and be educated and just a true community co-op of of compassion and you know good intentions you know and that's super cool, man. I wish there was some some stuff like that still around you here. You know, that's what we once uh, we don't we went medical and then we went recreational and it seems like we started walking backwards and everything started becoming about the money and now we're in this situation where we can't even see the weed when we go to the dispensaries. Dude. It's all prepackaged. Yeah, man, it, it's crash. You know, I I we you know, being on the East Coast in the city, you see so much garbage from from dispensaries and and growers that have packaging that's like you know, why isn't it a law that dispensaries have to have compostable packaging? You know, there's companies, you know, that's something that we're, we're looking into for the future. If we, if we do have packaging, that's, that's, you know, in, in a mylar form or something, something that's compostable that can be just thrown out, you know, but it's like, you know, our goal in the end is, you know, if I can make this something that's national where we can employ growers that, are truly passionate about the plant that don't want to work in a dispensary that don't want to, you know, sell their soul to, you know, the man to be able to be in the industry because, you know, they, they can't or don't have the ability to grow at home or, or want to hustle, you know, can be a part of this um, community and this nonprofit to, um, to grow one day and to be, to, you know, say, in Oklahoma or Missouri or Mississippi or these states that are going to need a proper um, medicinal route, we can go down there and open up a co-op and employ three or four growers and the veterans and the patients can come and help trim stuff because, you know, veterans don't want to be inside all day. And a lot of them find a lot of therapy from plants and, you know, just having people to talk to. And, you know, that's a lot of stuff that I kind of, you know, do on, on Instagram and online is, you know, help people, you know, through conversation. And I'm someone that enjoys talking to anybody. You know, I have no problem giving my time to someone to see how their day is going or if they need some type of assistance. So, you know, if we can turn this into a 50 state nonprofit one day where all of the homies are <laughs> cultivating to the greater good of it, then that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to go for. But if it's one thing I don't do is I don't look at the small stuff. I'm looking at the much bigger picture, you know, and it just takes a, a, a push, you know, that's all it takes. <laughs> right on, man. Right on. That's, su that's super so, cool. You know, and that's why I, uh, you know, want to do it. And, event in new york turns into the next events in virginia or you know out west or in the midwest whatever you know that's what we're that's what we're looking to do we're not we're not just trying to stay on uh stay on the east coast and you know remain stagnant and you know with having a, a network of people that you know mess with us from vermont to hawaii and even across the the pond as you know a lot of people have that reach now you know, we're looking to yeah. we're looking to go anywhere. I'll take a well, the family. We'll hop on a plane to Thailand if it's if it's you know worth it for the people. 
you know, we don't, <laughs> whatever it's, it's, it's ready to go. So, you know, we're just, we're taking our baby steps, but you know, we're, we're a bigger picture couple and, you know, my girlfriend's a, a big part of it as our family and even my two year old, um, you know, she's, uh, she's in the garden already helping out and stuff. So, um, you know, it's truly a family affair and I'm, I'm blessed to have this energy and the people around me and, you know, just meeting the individuals that I have now in this, this new path of, of life that I've kind of come to be in after, you know, getting through a lot of toxicity that, you know, a lot of people are going through right now. And I think that's what this community uh, needs to kind of get back into is the, the community aspect of it and not having to love. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, just, and I'm getting emotional thinking about it and talking about it, but, uh, you know, giving some, giving their time and a hug or a smile or asking somebody how their day is, you know, the people that I deal with to, to keep the electricity on or, you know, to put some extra money on the table for, for my family aren't, you know, strangers to me. You know, they're not, uh, people that I just deal with, you know, they're college kids and parents and grandparents and, you know, we're truly appreciative for for them and their support. And that's what we're we're trying to give back to the community. And, you know, with these events, we're not trying to do huge events that are smoke outs and trap events. You know, we want to do events where people come and it's only 40, 50 people and you get to meet some new friends and you might not be sitting with people that you know. Um, and you can in- interact with the people that are there actually speaking and, you know, gain some knowledge and not feel... Um, overwhelmed or anxious to ask a question in a large environment where there's too many people or, you know, there's more people that might be judging you. And that's, that's big nowadays. And that's not what this industry needs, you know? Um, And it's not what we should have brought this industry to. And I don't think it has to do anything with the big money coming into it. I think it was the greed that was already in the industry from the beginning, even looking at, uh, you know, Kyle Cushman on, the most expensivest the other night with two chains and Sarah Silverman, you know, talking about his thousand dollar organic veganic weed, you know, it's an absolute joke. It's, I heard about it's an that. absolute joke, dude. And I, I felt, I felt disgraced as a grower for him to be even spewing the, the bullshit that he was spewing on how he cultivates or how his cannabis was cultivated. And, you know, it's like, that's so disrespectful to just the plant and the legacy that the plant gave him and where he is now, you know, and, uh, to sell your soul for that is, is sad, you know, and I'll call any one of these motherfuckers, sorry to swear, um, but about how they're, how they go through their, their way of cannabis and, you know, writing that check off and my girlfriend will, will vouch that for me. So, you know, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not sitting here just, just signing a, you know, looking to sign a paycheck for some support or a sponsorship, you know, you're sounds like in about 15 years, you'll write a book. <laughs> Listen, man, <laughs> in about 15 years, my daughter is going to be either the president of the United States at 18 or, um, you know, she's going to be, she's going to be doing something big. You know, that's, that's where we're at. We're, we're you know. Where where yeah, I'll be writing a book. Yeah, and I'll be writing them. I'll be writing. <laughs> you, you know, so it's uh, you know, we just I I've always felt something different, man, and it's sad to like, you know, I I used to look up to Kyle Cushman, you know, when I first got into cannabis thirteen years ago, you know, seeing the strawberry cough and 
and you know him doing his veganics and the soils and you know working with like some cool and all them and, and seeing all that original stuff and to see him you know 13 years later um sounding like a robot spewing bullshit through a, a straw to two chains and sarah silverman about the most expensive cannabis um you know is just is absolutely laughable so it's it's you know this this next five years is going to be really um big and i think a lot of the um push is going to come from properly changing over all these red states down to the south and you know really getting to um you know hopefully try to maybe do some things because of the smaller towns and you know the smaller lifestyles down there rather than the big city picture and working with a lot of the patients because that's where a lot of veterans are you know there's a lot of elderly down there that could utilize not having to take pharmaceuticals and you know the opioid crisis and you know we deal with it here in providence and you know i i have people that i've been now recently because i've been blessed with being in the position that i am to give cannabis to people that you know are trying to fight addiction and stuff like that um and it's it's slowly changing down there you know uh, florida's medical now uh mississippi's medical louisiana too i believe <laughs> i'm originally i'm from alabama and uh, i was proud of them they uh they just went medical as well i think a year or two ago however the issue with uh, a lot of the states down there is the way that they're implementing the yeah. program is not right so for instance in alabama you're not allowed to have any kind of flower vape edible nothing you get pills suppositories and that's yeah. it which you know is the suppository route disagree with especially if you're fighting through um cancer or some of the serious ailments if it's properly um grown and processed into a suppository um but you know i think having the safe access and you know i think over the next few years, that's hopefully a lot of the stuff that I'll get into is, you know, being able to make my voice heard more and, um, you know. Grow Pro Solutions is a leading lighting manufacturer based in California, offering a range of quality cultivation equipment for the commercial grower all the way down to the home gardener. With their vertical and static grow systems, along with their HM series lighting, allows you to harness the power of the sun in your grow room or tent. Visit GoPro Solutions at WeGrowPros.com. Not to have any ego, but usually when I have conversations with people, I have an affinity to really um, put my passion into them. And, you know, I, I've talked to so many people that might have been against cannabis or not open to it to um have a different viewpoint or you know dealing working at a cbd shop and dealing with people coming in just for cbd not wanting thc in it and saying hey listen let me just talk to you about thc and cannabis and actually educate you properly on what the plant does and how it's going to help you and 99 percent of those people are now taking cbd with thc in it full spectrum because of proper education and feeling comfortable um with who was talking to them and suggesting their medication, you know, and um, that's that's a big part. You know, we were definitely sad about the CBD shop and having to close down, but you know that's why we're really ramping up this this movement to have this nonprofit to actually be able to help. And that's probably the biggest part of this nonprofit is people in the community linking the patients to backward cultivation in to growers that can help 
you know, because there's not enough patients, I think, out there that can safely access medicine because they don't want to deal with the streets. But and that's why they go to dispensaries. But hopefully through our events in the universe and networking, we can find more um, patients. Obviously, there's a lot of veterans out there that will obviously utilize the plant and get access to it through just conversation and stuff. Um, you know, the elderly is a tough community to get into. So, you know, just having more people discuss that and, you know, make efforts with that and, you know, go into elderly homes as, as a group and, you know, maybe just chatting with people about it more, um, or going to the park and just having an event with the elderly about cannabis, you know, um, grandpa, having everybody bring their grandpas and grandmas to an event, you know? So we're just, we're trying to normalize the plant more. We're trying to set up a farmer's market too in New York to, um, implement cannabis and produce um, on a um, intermingled level. So it's not just people going to buy cannabis, but it's more actual produce and then just a few select um, regeneratively farmed cannabis vendors. Uh, you know, so we're, we're trying to make it, you know, a different narrative and give access to growers that need the, the connections as well, you know. That's good, man. That's good. You guys are well on your way. It sounds like you've got you've been planning for a while and you're executing that plan. So I think you guys are really gonna you're gonna go far with that, man. So like I said, I've been through some tragedy and you know, a lot of people in the industry have been through it. I um, you know, unfortunately, you know, didn't uh wasn't away for too long, but I had a, a few good years, about half a year to sit down and think about live a life and come out and really um, get to the pavement. I think we're losing you, man. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, just putting the the pave put the feet to the pavement and pushing forward, and you know, implementing even now having to be a, a dad um, full time, and you know, guiding through. Um, you know, being involved in the community and getting to events and stuff like that, you know, as, as I don't know if you have children, but, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough, tough situation sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so we're just, we're just going to keep on, well, keep on moving forward, cultivating quality cannabis and, you know, making those connections with the people that need it. Well, you're here. You're part of the team now, so we're here for you no, as well. I'm excited, so man. Don't, I appreciate that. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. No, so. we definitely we got some well, ideas. That's it, man. So, uh, so at this part of the show, I've got the two questions I ask every guest right. uh, before we wrap up. All right. First question is: You got a new person coming to you? This one should be simple for you. You got a new a new grower. Uh, someone new to the community, new to growing, new to whatever, new home grower. Uh, they're going to start trying to grow a couple plants for themselves, grow their own medicine. What's some easy, simple advice that you can give them? Just have some fun and and talk with the plant and find your your synchronicity with with growing, cultivating cannabis. Um, just buy a simple bag of soil and a decent grow light and pop some seeds and have some fun yeah. and that's it you know i don't like to complicate anything for anybody and uh you know if you if you're meant to dive down the rabbit hole 
that's that's where you're you're ready to go. I'll, I'll bring you to the to the to the hole's rim, and that's about it. <laughs> All right. Well, question number two leads us over to the same thing, except uh, we're talking to the commercial side. So you have a commercial guy getting into commercial cultivation uh, of cannabis for the first time, getting into the market. What advice do you have for that guy? <laughs> do your homework. Everybody always laughs. laughs. Um, I would say, um, listen to the science. You know, look at agriculture, look at cultivation of other crops, and you know what people have done for for thousands of years. You know, cultivation of cannabis is not a new thing um, at all. Um, outside, um, indoors, it might be to some people old, but in the grand scheme of agriculture and botany and horticulture, it's still new. Um, you know, but other people have been cultivating indoors and in greenhouses for centuries. And, you know, you can gain a lot of information from actual facts and not from Bria Bros. Um, and don't believe every grower saying that they can cultivate in your facility because most people haven't run more than 12 lights. So, you know, and go regenerative farming in beds. Don't do anything else. Grow natural terps. Let the terps talk. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's what I'm about. I'm about the terps. Let the terps so. talk. Yeah. You know? All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Before we get out of here, man, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you how they can help out if they want to help out with the uh, patients so uh backward cultivation on instagram uh we have the website backwardcultivation.com uh that's in the works but that is an actual um domain so you can reach out there and email um but just reach out on instagram and uh anytime anybody wants to chat or you know, any questions or anything, feel free. I'm always there. I'm an open book, you know, and that's not just on growing, you know, um, I'm here for, for conversations on life and relationships and family matters and, you know, whatever. We're just, uh, we're not just cultivators of cannabis, but we're cultivators of the heart and of the mind. And that's what we want to, to push forth. And that's what we want to, uh, promote and, uh, just blessings and, and love to everybody. Right on, and of course he's on Discord yes. as well, along with uh, on all the other. Yeah, we're here along with all the other team members. So if anyone has any questions about growing, needs help, um, just wants to show your grow to us. Hey, I like looking at plants. Hit us up, man. We're we're of course we're on Instagram. You can hit us all up there or jump in our Discord. We all have separate channels there. You can see what we're growing over there. Yeah, I definitely uh, I got to get it more into the Discord. My uh, my Discord is Super Nugtendo. So Super Nugtendo. Yep. So you you're also you know if if people jump into our Discord, it's our, we have the uh, the links all across oh, Instagram, awesome. our website, and everything. Um, and all of our team members are actually marked, so it's super easy. They they'll have actually a certain title. Oh, cool. Uh, whenever they're in in the Discord, that includes you. Um, I think everyone is like a dark green color or light green color or something to that nice. effect. And, uh, that kind of keeps everybody separate. You, you, you know, who's who the red guys are our breeders. So, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I encourage everybody to jump over to discord, check it out check out what we've got going over there. Learn about all the products we use, 
of course, all the reviews, the week-by-week pictures of your favorite cultivars and interact with all of us here at the team. Now, there'll be some pictures um, soon coming up of some of the uh, – well, actually, probably um, – I, I, I don't know how many seeds I got in total, but I'm probably going to pop most of those, if not all of them. So. Um, there'll definitely be some pictures coming up. So That's it, man. We'll keep up with uh, everything you got going, and, of course – as uh, as always, remember to like us, add us to your favorites on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, grow for good. <laughs>